What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jesus. Thank you for tuning in on another episode of the Loose Tongue Podcast. And on this one, we get personal. Growing up with immigrant parents, Hispanic or not, you could sort of relate to this, even though it mostly targets on Hispanics. You know, the racism, the culture shock, the sacrifices our families had to make in order for us to have a better life and future. This one was fun. I got stoned toward the end, which is something I honestly should not do on these serious topics. But yeah, download, subscribe, rate, and review. Share amongst your peers. And yeah, enjoy. Get the job done. It's a hard line when you're an import. Baby boy, it's hard times when you ain't sent for it. Racist feet the belly of the beast with they pitchforks. Rich chores done by the people that get ignored. Uh, ya se armó, ya se despertaron. It's a whole awakening. La alarma ya sonó hace rato. Los que quieren buscan, pero no se apodan como vagos. We're the same ones hustling on every level. Ten los datos. Walk a mile in our shoes. Abróchense los zapatos. I've been scoping y'all dudes. Y'all ain't been working like I do. Why y'all work ya? It hurts ya. You claim I'm stealing jobs. Oh, Peter Piper claimed he picked them. He just underpaid Pablo. But there ain't a paper trail when you living in the shadows. We America's ghost riders. The credit's only borrowed. It's a matter of time before the checks all come. But it is June. No, it's not June. It's July 1st, <laughs> 2020. June flew by. Yes, wow, what the did. fuck? Why you always got the same intro? How about why? Yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, I like to. It is. It is. It is. Shut the fuck up. It's mine. Right. Oh, brother. anyways. Yes, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, the Loose Tongue Podcast. Loose Tongue Podcast. We got a full house tonight. The usual Victor, Fabio. <laughs> and Mel. Mel, and she came back. She's yes. from the second episode, Pizzagate. Oh. And we got a, another special guest. Say your name, my son. What's good? Victor, straight from the Bronx. Black Lives Matter. All cops are fucking bastards. <laughs> Her, Ayo. My name's Jesus. Soy de Mexico. I am Melanie, and I am from Peru. I'm Fabio, it. and I'm from Cuba. I'm Victor, and I'm Dominican. I'm Victor number two, <laughs> and I'm also Mexican. Viva la raza, Arriba. <laughs> drop 10 down. <laughs> so I guess today's topic is, like, very important. It's personal also, right? because we all, obviously can relate and we are still living it growing up with immigrant parents it's gonna be funny because i'm also an immigrant so we, me too me too dude hey there we go so i guess like jesus is like just here for yeah. support i guess <laughs> <laughs> i was born here okay i think i was the only one here in this fucking group that's born here what about victor the second victor hold up hold up i was born here Okay. Oh, so okay. Oh, okay. Word, word, word. Mexicans. <laughs> born here. Mexican of course, the only two Mexicans are born here, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're basically gonna talk about like our experiences, like growing up with our parents, and like the racism we faced and the struggles, also. So, um, who would like to go first? I guess I'll go first. Yeah, ladies first. Ladies first. Oh, okay. Chivalry ain't dead. 
Um, I was actually born in Peru. I was born in Lima. Um, 98, baby. Um, growing up in Peru, I still remember, actually, my childhood there. We didn't have sidewalk. We didn't have road. We had dirt and sand. And playing as a kid, I think it was one of the most memorable things because I wasn't fucking behind a screen all the time like my little brother is. And, like, I guess the younger generation is just being raised differently. They're being raised by screens and by media. That's what they're most dependent on. And I guess I'm privileged enough to say that I wasn't surrounded by that. So that's awesome. Um obviously i was also in poverty uh living there as well it was really hard to get a hold of a good job and my grandma at the time was already here um what she did was she used to dress as a man to be able to shovel snow to be able to raise money to bring the first generation of our family here so i am the second generation of our family to be here so it's not it's a fairly new thing for my family it's not like we had already like a lot of family here to begin with um which is even you know more crucial and when she raised enough money to be able to drag us there i actually had to leave my father behind in peru i feel like that's something that i haven't been able to relate with a lot of my personal friends that have been immigrants um they usually come with their whole family but unfortunately my dad and the visa rules um are different and once he showed his face in uh, the embassy to get his visa, they ne- they denied him like three times. Whoa! So that was uh, that was yeah, yeah. very very um, hard and difficult for get for him to get here. Um, so I had to leave him behind, and it raised a lot of challenges. Um, I guess obviously just because now you don't have a father figure. Um, but I knew and I was reminded constantly by my mother and my grandma that it's way more than that and that I'm here to pursue a dream and a career that I unfortunately didn't have the resources to do that in the homeland you know and I feel like a lot of people that are like oh like come here the safe way come here the legal way unfortunately it's not that easy Um, people overthink it and I mean well not overthink it they don't think about it at all and they kind of just see it as okay well you just show up somewhere you ask if you can go to this country and then you're allowed to go and that's not the way it is and unfortunately a lot of our other countries face a lot of hardships where they kind of just need to escape their homeland for their actual like security and health reasons Mm -hmm. you know they're under attack they're under they have a war going on and they like they have no choice but to do it the illegal way um, it's survival. Yeah. So at that yeah. point, it's like you, you're running out of options. Um, privileged enough to be able to come here legally. Um, I have family members in here that don't have papers at all. And I fear for them, obviously, all the time. Um, and I, I guess like right, like being well, now that I'm here, I have my mom has experienced racism because of her not knowing the English language mm-hmm. and me having to stick up for her, even though, um, well, the, the first time we experienced it was moving to New York in Coney Island. That was the first place that I was, you know, shout out to Coney Island, Brooklyn. Um, being there for the first time, seeing snow for the first time was fucking crazy. Um, but just living there in Coney Island and Brooklyn and uh, being surrounded by the hood and by most the majority, it was just the black community um a lot of them weren't so nice i am going to be open enough to say that and they would tell my mom to just speak english and if we're in america that's what we should be speaking and um even a bus driver one time my mom was running up to catch her bus to go to work and he like made like signals at her to fucking find a way walking um just like different little things that they and i'm let me just say and point out right now i am a white hispanic female um there's such thing as being white and latino at the same time because you know being latino isn't a race you know it's your ethnicity yep so 
a lot of people get confused and i have a lot of friends that are like oh i don't know what to put in this application because like i'm not white i'm spanish no honey i'm white you know i i'm white because that's the color of my skin and i'm privileged enough to not be as dark pigmented as my other peers because at a certain po- point they suffer from more oppression than i ever would you know i have more privilege than a lot of my fellow hispanic people do so you have to well, we have yeah, to recognize that melanie for president <laughs> no yeah because this, this country unfortunately people look at the skin and just judge on that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and or like it, they, it, it honestly sucks or like that's, they see like a brown skin and automatically like oh you're mexican because that's the only like hispanic country they think of yeah that too you so, know it's very shocking to like hear melanie talk about like privilege even though she's an immigrant too because it's like when you're here and you talk about privilege, what the first person, the first people you think of is like white people, mm-hmm. because they get away with so much shit. But with so much shit, I'm sorry. But then like me, like being Cuban and Melanie being Peruvian, like we get here like very easily. Like we can just like get a visa if we get if we have the resources, obviously get a mm-hmm. visa and then like just book a book a fucking ticket and come here. But mm-hmm. other people don't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have the privilege to just. to just like to just get a visa then book a plane ticket and come here right Mm -hmm. so we do have a privilege Mm -hmm. a privilege somehow yes we do experience racism and like all the other shit like what's it what's it what is it called xenophobia or something like that well xenophobia i thought that was xenophobia yeah does that go with jews no no um uh, no, that's that's sentiment. Yes, yeah. se- se- uh, anti-Semitism. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's you? Yes, wow. thank you. Anti-Semitic. Um, yes. Yeah, that's another thing. Being like, like having Spanish as my first language, I would always get bullied for saying things like wrong. really pronounced wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. still do. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I exactly, I still do. And I feel like a lot of my even my own friends like they don't have the patience. And at, and at a certain point, I take it to heart. Cause like they should, they know that it's my first language, yeah. you know, and like it, it's like they almost expect me to like know it perfectly and a hundred percent. Even though I could say I speak really good English, but at a certain point I fuck up. Like I'm allowed to. We're human, gotta sh- exactly. So yeah. gotta straighten them out too. And it's not yeah. only speaking. You gotta like, like hold your your friends accountable. Like hold anyone accountable that's like treating you in a, in a certain way where you're not allowed to treat. You're not even treating yourself that way. You know, yeah, that's I yeah. think that's very important. That's why I'm saying it as a reminder, like hold anyone accountable. That's like being unfair to you. Yeah, I, it's the same thing as when like, you know, when like people be on the Internet, like, oh, my God, Lisa shouldn't be that fat. Like, I'm just trying to look out for her health. Like people do the same thing when it comes to language. Like, oh, my God, I'm just trying to help you. It's like, bro, like the way you're doing it. Is right. Not the, right. Exactly. Like it's the making wording. me feel bad about myself. It's like they mm-hmm. mock you. It's like, oh, it's this yeah. way. Like, yes. Like saying yes. it, like pronounce it like slowly, like you're like, you're like stupid or something. Yeah. Like, Ed. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even like when it comes to like writing a paper, or, like typing out like a message, like you, I that would check all the time. Like, does this sound right? Even like mm-hmm. a simple word as in like did, like did that, does that look right? Does it sound like yeah. right? Yeah. It's also anxiety part of it, but like, you know, you guys get me. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. I think it's cool though, because I sound like a Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. Fabio, you can go next on the, like um, the how you got here and like your struggles as well with their well, parents and such. If you want to like detail to detail, basically like in summary. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah, but like basically, like I got here like through Mexico. Actually, I didn't just come here like directly from Cuba. 
Like, oh, so you actually had to go through the border as well. Yeah, like I, me and my mom booked a fucking plane to Mexico, and then we went to Juarez, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's the the one of the cities that borders with Texas. Yes. And we Juarez. Stayed, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, and we stayed there for the night, and then the next morning, we just we just cross walking, like we just like took an uber to the bridge or whatever it is like tunnel i don't know what it is I don't what remember. year did you come holy again? fuck uh 2016 jesus not and long ago at all how old were you i was 15 and i'm 18 now it's gonna be so it's gonna be four years in december 4th and did you know english prior to coming here no. Wow, yeah, that yeah, you man. learned it in a very good time. You, you learned it. Wow. Not, not, not many can. Not many it can. Took, it took yeah. me so long. I mean, I had like a base because like I always, before I came here, like I already liked like international bands like, you know, like. Yeah, but that's nothing compared to learning I the mean, actual that does yeah, like language. No, but it helped it a lot. It does help. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying that. Like for me coming in kindergarten, I was put to an ESL program and Same. usually you learn yeah. English faster with a smaller brain and you're able mm -hmm. to capture more. So the fact that you were able to come here at 15 and still learn the full language, even right now, like it's, it's yeah. mesmerizing. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah, but you know what I would do? I would like, you know, listening to music, like I would just look up the words. And then look them up in Spanish and also in English and then just like... You put in the work. Yeah. That's what exactly. it is. Because yeah, mm -hmm. my mom be like, oh, oh, like put on the, the English subtitles so I can learn. No, she does. She doesn't like take it out bit by bit. I, I believe that it helps. But if you put in your work to make it help, yeah. you know, yeah, you can't just like look at the words and just pretend that you are understanding because you're not. No, you have to sit with it and decipher. Exactly. You know, so the fact you did it's that real. is cool. Yeah. But yeah. I the, mean, like growing up, you know, like, I've noticed this with my parents, like, um, it's more of a pride thing, because I, I completely understand what Melanie's saying, and for, like, old school Hispanics, they're very prideful, mm -hmm. so I feel like yeah. they have to brush it, they have to learn it perfectly, because they have to, so we weren't their generation, so, but from stories that my dad told me before he came here, he had to struggle at the age of seven, he was actually already working. Mm. Mm. God damn. You gotta grind the, you know. I mean, that's a fucking grind I mean, life. Victor, Shit. too, you can go ahead since you basically kind of touched upon your Wait, were, were you? No, he oh, wasn't yeah, done. Oh, yeah, did he finish? No. Oh, sorry, my bad. I mean, I don't really know have that much to say except for, like, comparing, like, my mom's experience to Melanie's mom's experience, mm -hmm. too. Like, my mom is a black woman. So, on top of, like, her not being able to speak Spanish, now she's also racially profiled mm. by the police. Mm -hmm. And my mom just learned how to drive. So obviously her driving is not like the best. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now every time I'm in the car with her, I have to like look out for cops because like I'm scared that my mom is going to get pulled over. Mm. She's not even going to understand what the cop is telling her. Mm -hmm. And you know, you never know what can happen, you know. No, like, that's true. That's a real fear. Yeah. yeah. Mm. and and not even not even that but also like you know like going to walmart and like being looked at weird and like in in a in a town where like most people are white mm -hmm. you know yeah. it's always it's always uncomfortable like after a while you learn how to to just like shrug it off mm -hmm. but but like when you first come here you're like this is not what they told me you know <laughs> that ass that stupid american <laughs> dream yeah, like, dream you gotta be asleep to believe it yes. when i the thing that hits me the hardest is like my mom literally had to beg me to move here she actually like 
gave me the option to like choose like do you want to move or do you not want to move and i said no at first but then obviously she wanted to so she was like please like you're gonna have this in america you're gonna have this you're gonna have that and then like i go to school and like you know i get made fun of because like i don't speak the language and then i go outside and i'm with my mom and like people look at us weird and it's like is this what you want it right <laughs> like mm -hmm. do you really spend like wasted all that money and like left everything behind for this i don't get it i mean at least at the beginning i didn't get it now it's like whatever like can i, know I ask also how your life was in cuba well most of the time like my mom was in like dr she had a house there and like her husband was there too mm -hmm. so i grew up with my grandma in, like a really small house like i would say is the house was like this wow okay yeah and like It would we would just live of whatever my mom sent us every mo every month. Okay, okay. Yeah, and she w granted she worked for the military, so she had a lot of benefits. Like, because the military is like really privileged in Cuba. Like, they just get everything for free. That's mm -hmm. a whole podcast yeah. episode. To yeah, touch yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> communism is not great. Yeah. Sneak peek. Fuck communism. Sneak peek. <laughs> it looks good on paper, but in practice, it, hell yeah, it doesn't help anybody. Thank you. Hell yeah. I'm a communist. Just kidding. <laughs> These fuckers here. Quiet. The fuckers oh. were like, whoa. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, I agree with what Victor too said. The concept is there, but in reality, it's a failure. For sure. Yeah, honestly, I'm a libertarian, so... Same. Shout out to libertarians. Fuck the feds. Fuck the feds. Fuck exactly. the feds. I'm all buying them. No. <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> but yeah um yeah victor too like going back to you like yeah basically say like a whole summary like struggles and such ah stuff like that truthfully i am honestly you know lucky to have not have struggled in mexico because mexico like I, it, even though i love it it's it's my it's my real mother's birth um resting place and honestly i do want to visit it just hearing about you know the corruption like i i know that it's every place is beautiful but every place was also messy and growing up seeing like my cousins like just starting to know them and just hearing about the struggles honestly i i i want to say that i you know i'm lucky mm -hmm. but Living in this age, let's be honest, it's not lucky. You probably will deal with the same things that you deal here over there. Oh, yeah, totally. Because mm -hmm. over there in Mexico, the government's basically run by the cartel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's honestly just a lot of things rolled into one. It's, and also, I'm so lucky to have the parents that I that I have honestly they're some of the most understanding people that I have ever met because I I see you know I've had other Hispanic friends whose families are very close-minded you know mm -hmm. have very strong you know negative beliefs you know homophobic mm -hmm. racist yep. a lot of things so I'm lucky to have the parents that i grew up with you know oh yeah 
Wait, that's also a, a little them. topic too. The fact that there are at least I know in my family there are a bunch of like various like stereotypes that still live um, within my family yeah. against the black community. Yeah, you like, know, and they're not like straight up like racist. I'm talking about stereotypes. So it's like the the one step below it. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like, oh, you don't want to go around that area. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like without con los morenos que están ahí, you know, be careful. Um, oh, you know, that person over there is being hella loud, etc. And obviously, like it, uh, when you're young, it, you don't really know or you're too vulnerable to want to correct that. We're innocent. Right. You know, but the older yeah. we get, the more that we can realize. And once again, we have to hold our family members accountable for what they say. We can't just continue to keep saying those things because maybe one day they're going to catch the wrong person. They'd sell it to, you know, mm. it's going to yeah. be a lesson also, for them. Like, unfortunately, there's some like whitewashed hispanics oh hell in yeah general. oh hell yeah. Them, like, yeah family hell yeah and Man, seeing I've, that it's I've, just I've, I've met a lot you know whitewashed hispanics and you know it, it, it sucks you know because because they also carry those beliefs that oh they carry a lot of those you know I, i've met some of them you know they are they do carry stereotypes But others, they're plain out racist, thinking that they're better. Mm-hmm. Like, like let's be honest, we both have the same struggle. You're not better. Everyone struggles. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Obviously, in their own unique ways. Like, I could never understand the pain that the black person goes through because that's a completely different thing. But I might be able yeah. to say that I might be able to relate to some of the things that they might experience, you know? So it's exactly, like it's not yeah. a it's not a full 100% re- relative thing, but it's, you know, it could be halfway or one out of 10 of those things that we can also experience from one another. It to a degree, but not entirely. Exactly, correct. You know, I'm the perfect example of this because my fa- my dad's family is white and my mom is black and obviously her family too. Mm-hmm. So it was always that like emotional I don't like damage, I guess. Okay. Because mm-hmm. like Because I obviously I spent a lot of time with my dad and his family since my mom was out of the country, and like, yeah, you know, like a kid is very easy to manipulate and like made them believe whatever the fuck you want oh, you yeah, want totally. them to believe. So like, I remember I remember this one time I got home to like, to my grandma's house, like my mom's mom' house, and I remember I got there crying, and I remember I was like, Grandma, like I don't want to be brown. Like, I want to be white. Like, why did I have to be born brown? I don't like this. Like, I'm not supposed to be brown. Like, the the being white is better. And I remember I was, like, boiling my eyes out. Mm. And this is all because my own family from my dad's side, like, my, my older siblings, you know, you know how older siblings are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, yeah. well, not only that, but also my grandparents were like, yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say a slur here. I slur here, obviously, but, like, you can imagine, like, all types of n-words and like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. You, fa- you face depression in your own household yeah you yeah know? that's right yeah. yeah but you you all you can do is i guess you just like take all of that you know that emotional trauma that you've have that you've had and um i guess 
I, there's always a positive outlook to everything. Mm-hmm. As I can see, you've grown as a person. You understand more, you know, as a person. And um, all you can do is really just like be there for yourself and your mother. That unfortunately, there's these are very hard times. They, racism is alive and it will still be alive. Unfortunately, it's not something that could just be destroyed from one day to the next. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not. All you can do, like I said, is just like knowledge is power, guys. Like that goes very well, like it's very underrated yeah because racism is taught correct and it's passed down it's not genetic okay Mm -hmm. let's get that out the way you can very easily nowadays we have google we have any sort of i know he's just fucks with DuckDuckGo. i understand um and there's very different ways for you to learn more things about how everything that we've been taught in history is just fucking bullshit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's break down the fucking educational curriculum down first of all because all of that shit needs to go out the window whitewash as fuck whitewash as fuck i remember seeing white egyptians in the textbooks yep that shit made those and how jesus is like like white like white looking it's like nah yeah come on dude i'm i'm trust me i'm one of the most like anti-religious persons you have ever met i was i will say that hispanic parents you know especially immigrant parents they you know they're very religious and they they shove it they can actually shove you know their beliefs down our throats mm-hmm. oh for sure for like, sure we're, we're here we're here to have you know an actual real conversation so that's i know we're gonna say our good parts but Hispanic parents also have their downs. They're not perfect. They're nope. humans just like all of them. They're humans, yep. Yeah. And forced to read Bibles, trust me, I hated it. The own Bible said that, you know, Jesus was black. He was from the Middle East. He, there's no there's no way around it. I don't know why people, you know, decide to make, you know, Jesus white. Totally. Yeah. Let's I mean, start they, off there. He's not. Could have also been a black woman. Listen, we don't, exactly. we don't know. That's we don't, we know. don't know. Shit. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. hope it is. Yo, <laughs> I was sick. Victor won. Your story, please. Yes, sir. So I guess like Mel, I kind of grew up in Dominican Republic. I came here when I was like 14. Um, I did learn some English prior to that. So the only difference was I couldn't like speak it well. I kind of just like understood so when I got here to high school, I kind of had to go through like the ESO bilingual program for like a year. And then I jumped to like regular classes from there and then I just kind of fend for myself. So I didn't have as much friends mock my speech as some of you had, but I did have some friends that kind of like tried to check and say, dude, this is how you pronounce it, you know, or like, That's oh, good. here's a better way to kind of say it. So I didn't have like that much pressure because when I, where I went. To, that was a good friend. I grew up in dude, Patterson. I have too many friends. Well, dude, it's like I grew up in Patterson. It's friends. like a bunch of people are like on the same breath. You know, I met like a lot of, a lot of different, you know, that thing that killed me was like the, um, the ethnicity, like um, how everybody's kind of got along together. Like mm-hmm. there were no whites whatsoever, almost in the entire school. So it was kind of like home in a way yeah you didn't feel like all like came from the same like same sort of background we all it was all understanding we were all out the boat together on the boat now however you did have uh like your blacks and hispanics kind of jumping each other for like you know gang stuff or whatever you know that's all that um but none of that i didn't come with my full parents i only came with my mom now i was a resident when i came here because we had already family here um, my mom came without papers. 
and so me and my brothers were the only ones with the papers around so eventually we kind of started kind of like start you know you get like the mails and you started reading documents for her which is kind of like more crazy because then you kind of learn about more how the country works a little bit mm -hmm. which is something that kills us a lot that you come into this country you don't know how to get around what the mm -hmm. laws are yeah so you kind of just live as your parents the same channels you know the people that you know so she didn't know the language either so in a way she kind of also faced racism at work you know she worked at a factories and everything with other people and everything so I don't even know what she faced, but, you know, from 6 in the morning to 6 p.m., working back to back, just to provide for the kids and all that. My dad just working in, in the yard just to provide for us, too. Um, I kind of I didn't have a choice. I kind of just had to come here because I was like, yo, this is a better country. We could do so much things here. A lot of opportunities come here. Um, and so far, it's been a great opportunity. But the only, the, only, the only oppression I found, it was mostly within the family. That is like their beliefs are strong. When you're trying to be diverse with other cultures or also kind of like just be your own person, they kind of you say, hey, you, you know, Dominicans don't do that or like we don't dress like that or like we don't speak like that or we don't listen to that music. I'm like, who cares? You know, like I'm still Dominican. I, you know, I still appreciate the culture and everything, but I see that a lot of people kind of get a lot of like crap by learning other cultures and bringing it into the table too. Mm -hmm. Not to say you're denying yeah. it. You know, and the religion whole thing too is like, you know, Christianity, like, you know, that the devil is always after you, you know, don't hang out with this crowd, you know, cuidado con la gente en la esquina, que los morenitos están ahí, all that, you know, you get, you get all of that bullshit and I'm like, you can't even date, you know, it's funny, another oh, thing too, yeah. can't even date people of color, you know, like mm. in my family, for example, back when I was little, <clears throat> they used to say like white people, like blonde hair, straight hair is like the perfect, perfect hair, perfect skin or whatever, like Jesus. curly hair used to be bad. And so in my, in my country, for instance, they make you have crew cuts for the guys. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you're considered, like, outcast. You feel me, right? Wow. And I so, didn't know that. Yeah, so, like, I didn't even know I had, like, curly hair like this. I thought my hair was just, like, bad and nappy. So mm -hmm. I used to cut it a lot. So then when I came here and I saw all the Dominicans just out, and I'm like, <laughs> that's not my hair. What the fuck? For real? <laughs> so, you know, big things like that. But I feel like... Um, it's 50-50 for me. I'm still, like, feeling it out, I guess. You know, I came here in 2010, so I have, like, my fair share of years here. Yeah, how, yeah, how no. old were you? I'm, like, I was 15, so I'm, like, 25 now. So oh, it's, damn. Mm. You know. But yeah, I've been here for, like, 10 years, too, now. It's about yeah. 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot, a, lot, a lot of it changes because, in a way, you have to kind of, like, it, and at least in my experience, I enjoyed my childhood, but I feel like when I came here, you kind of just assume a responsibility right. where you have to, like, shield your... For example, if your mom doesn't have papers, do you have to look out because then, like, if she gets in trouble on the streets, it's over. Mm -hmm. At least for you, you, you know, you're out in the foster We were forced to mature faster than a yeah. lot of other people around us. That's, yeah. a, that's one thing. And another thing oh. that you mentioned also is the fact that parents never stop learning once yeah. you once they came here they also didn't not that they knew this but they also made a commitment to learn new beliefs that too because it's as much as we, shock, it is a culture mm -hmm. shock and my mom was very anti-lgbtq um not that like anti but she just had her views on it and mm -hmm. very very christian religious and uh, once i came out the closet being bisexual she was like in shock um, she wouldn't talk to me for a little while, but then over time she became accustomed to knowing that that's just the way that things are. Not even that yeah. the way that things are here, but the way that things are in general, like as mm -hmm. being as a human, she got way more spiritually awakened. Um, I started putting her onto way more documentaries, whether it be in Spanish or the English subtitles, whatever the case may be. You know, we, uh, and I say everyone, we're all teachers and students. 
We yeah. never stop being teachers and students in this mm-hmm. lifetime or the next one. Yeah. So with that being said, it's like it was very, very gratifying to see that I went from having a mom that was very self-conscious into into her beliefs mm-hmm. to being a mom that's like very cool with me smoking cannabis very cool with me being bisexual mm-hmm. very cool with me having mm-hmm. black friends coming over the house um a supporter you know she you know and it's it's very gratifying to just like be able to shift your parents like image yeah. and their beliefs in in a very uh positive sense so that's very cool. oh yeah definitely uh, mm-hmm that's i feel like that's another reason why you know i'm lucky because my, my parents are very understanding they're ex- like i remember the first time i ever tried growing my hair they you know they joked about it you know oh you, if, if you're gay you know just let us know oh man you know yeah. just playing oh, around wow. I I so no 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 i got the no, same thing kind of jokingly no no trust me like at first i felt like are, are you trying to say anything but then they told me, like, hey, if, you know, if you happen to be gay, that's that's fine. You know, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You're you're still human. See that? Like that, there were. You don't find that anymore, like that. Well, at least nah, for now, it's really I, hard. I'm, that's why I said I'm lucky, and you know, mm-hmm. I remember me bringing because I was born in the South Bronx, so I was mostly, you know, in a very strong African American, you know, community. You know. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't see me as, you know, oh, look at the Mexican. No, they just saw me as, you know, another person, you know, mm-hmm. he's cool, mm-hmm. you know, he's, there's, there's nothing wrong you, with him. He, he plays the, ball, whatever. The whole block. That's it. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's part of the block. And, you know, just, just little things like that, you know, grown up, you don't think much of it. But then, you know, as you get older, you start realizing, hey. They understood that I was also a minority. They understood that, you know, I faced my own struggles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you And know, honestly, that... Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. For me, that, that's one of the greatest things, honestly. You know, that that's one thing... And, that's one I want to touch on. Like, um, now you said about minorities, like... I don't know if you guys had this before, but have you seen minorities going against each other as growing up, too? You know, uh, yeah, all the time. I, yeah. I, I've, I've seen it, you know, mm-hmm. countless times. Especially, you know, shit ever. Mexicans in, in the Bronx, as I'm going to be honest, they're very, you know, old school. They're very mm-hmm. close-minded, even against other Mexicans. Like, they see, like, oh, if they're from, like, Puebla and the original person from, from DF, they'll just look at them, like, as dirt or vice versa. Damn. So, like, so, no, yeah, it's like I, a hierarchy. I, I, Exactly. I, I've seen that a lot. I've seen many things, and I've also, you know, had to struggle with many things. You know? It's, it's not fun. It's horrible. No, it's normal, because, I mean, like, you, you know what's funny, too? It's like, you see, like, th- this is the big one, like, Dominicans being loud, and then you got, like, Colombians and Mexicans saying, like, oh, you know, well, you guys are motherfucking loud and this and that, and then racism comes in and all that, and I'm like, why are you fighting? We're all brothers, bro. Like, we're all, we're all fucking tropical as shit. You know what I mean? Almost, if anything, exactly. so the same co- skin color, you know? And, but it's also, like, the biggest thing that some, ki- well, talking about, like, privileged kids, for example, you know, you got parents that come here, with nothing that like they left everything mm-hmm. you know like my parents left everything for example like they uprooted themselves and said i'm gonna do better for my family and the sake of my kids because the country was bad and you know some kids don't grasp like 
you don't know what it feels like to just leave your friends, family, long, you know, business that you had like years in. And then you yeah, start they, from they zero. Yeah, they don't understand, you know, the heartbreak of it. Honestly, yeah. I, like I said, I was born here, so I don't really understand that. And honestly, it, I, I've heard many times, you know, and honestly, it feels like it sucks, you know, because you leave your entire life behind not even for a guarantee of a better life, just mm-hmm. a chance. Yeah. That's, that's the key word. Not yeah, even a guarantee. Time. That's very mm-hmm. true. Yeah, I guess it depends where you go or where you end up at, you know, because like some people don't get too lucky. Right. Do or whether you thing. use the no. resources available to you <laughs> or not. No, or luck, bro. It's yeah. hella luck, yeah. too. Well, dodging everything that you have to yeah. just to stay alive. It's extremely risky. Yeah. <laughs> It is. A lot of us, we take the safe option. We decide to work the nine to five, take the paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Let's not waste money and go to school because guess what? Most of the time, our parents don't have the money to back us up for university. Mm-hmm. I'm paying yep. out of pocket to go to college right now. There's a lot of my friends that, you know, their parents have no problem paying for your college, you know? And so those people, like, I, I would hope that they are grateful for it. But most of the time, what do they do? They're fucking partying at frat houses the whole time, fucking yeah. dunking their, you know, their grades. And, and and I guess that's where it comes not, to like privilege is just like the biggest thing. But back to the the minorities and minorities, let's not forget that prejudice will never die. Definitely, that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. We're always gonna judge one another based mm-hmm. on looks, based on wealth. Like there, it doesn't even have to be whether we're in the same part of the economic structure or whether we're the same skin or not. Yeah. It's just like it's it's so many little things. Like oh, she has the fucking best iPhone there. I have oh. an Android, and it's just like yes. the little ticks and little talks. You know, at that point. Or, like, you got family members that care about, like, your status, like, to show off. Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. my son, you know, they entrepreneur. Thanksgiving talks at the table. The cousins come in and they're, like, yeah, in a beamer and everything. They're, like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's a banker. He's making, you know, thousands. And like, what you doing? Oh, you know. Trading you know, Forex. Trading Forex in <laughs> there, whatever. Your novio. Your novio. La novia. La novia. La novia. Dog. Don't even, don't even. But you know, <laughs> that one cousin's like, you got Chase, you got Bank of America. Let me know. Let's say what you got. You got insurance too. Damn, bro. Yeah. But but the thing is, like in a way, it's it, you know, it, it, you'll be proud of your kid. You know, where, yeah. whatever he is. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it is a generational thing where like that. It's like oh, if Dolores' kid is not doing well in school, that is what I was just about like, to say. They know, hold us damn, to these like up. they hold us to these. Ba- like, yeah, the standard. The yeah, standards the standards are like, so high. Yeah, you know. And in a way, I try to understand that because I'm like you know you kind of like risking your life for your kid to do well and then see right and keep going. But that's such a weight on our back. It's a lot. A lot of things, that happened to you me. Can't, you can't prepare. Mm-hmm. You can't prepare. To all of us, bro. You can't prepare yourself for that. It's like unexpected, and you gotta roll with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, it's like while you're becoming your own self you can't get also stuck with like their own things that they have to deal with their own dreams on you yeah i think his parent parents like this is a conversation i had with my dad because like when i dropped out of high school i remember my mom was like you know super hurt and she was i literally had to like leave the house and leave for a couple days because like i just couldn't be in the same house with her because of the amount of like arguing and then we were talking me and my dad were talking he was like your mom has the mentality of like the Hispanic family of like, oh shit. It's like the mom and the dad, the kids, the grandma, the grandpa, the aunt, like all those people. And like she has to understand that you're in a new environment and that, that it doesn't go that it's way. Not, exactly. And even if it did go that way, like I'm totally free to like make my own decisions whether yeah. she likes them or not. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she's like, she, she used that thing of like, I brought you here, so you have to go to college. And it's like, all right, you brought me here, but like, you also wanted to come here. 
Yeah. You know, so it's not like I have to like do this because you did this for me because you also did it for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. like again, you said, "Oh, I brought you here because I want you to take advantage of the opportunities that the country gives you." Well, I am because all right, I I might not have a fucking high school diploma, but I get the GED That's and I can true. still go to college mm-hmm. and I can still get paid like Mm-hmm. My job is like my job is like really good. I told you guys like I'm getting a grand every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're pretty good. Like there's nothing, there's no difference. Mm-hmm. I know people with like college degrees that are literally like <laughs> in bankrupt, struggling yeah. to pay their debt, and <laughs> yes. working yeah. at McDonald's yes. or some shit. Yeah, it's like just flexing paper for nothing. They can't even find a job within their field. It's just really hard. You gotta have that like, experience in that. It's like how do I get the experience? That's because our system is just so broken and it fails more and more by the day. It keeps yeah. collapsing I have, by the minute. I have this one friend that I remember like at some point I had feelings for her and like, you know, I was like trying to flirt. And I remember, I mean, I don't know if it's like excuse, but like either way, like it happens. So like she told me this thing and she's like, my mom will actually be like very angry at me if I did it a guy, if I didn't, if I did it a Hispanic guy angry at you for dating a hispanic guy yeah like her mom like her mom's dream like absolute dream is for her daughter to marry a white man oh my goodness they're like one of those like, uh. like fix the race arregla la raza yeah again and like i don't know if that's an excuse she gave me but like either way it happens like no. i know girls like like their mom's like come on like a black guy or like a hispanic guy a brown guy you have to date a white guy like why yeah. A white guy is gonna get us out of poverty and like shit. Or like, or like just give you a pre- it's gonna give you pretty children and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's so toxic. That's you know, it's so uh, filled with uh, ego. Yeah, that. Uh, that was gonna say it was just getting my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no way! No way. Lost no way. Yeah. What happened? I don't know, but I can. Oh. I'll call him back. Revive my friend. Please stand by. My bad, bro. It was weird. I was trying to like open my phone. It just hung up on him by accident. I knew that was gonna happen. Yo, my bad, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, Phoenix, don't Damn. worry about it. You're on the air. <laughs> but yeah, um, let me uh talk about my experiences. Yes, sir. Shit like that. Oh, oh. Uh, I need to get into fucking XLRs. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh no. <laughs> no, I'm back. Don't worry. All right, I all figure right. it out. So me, I was born here. Um. My parents came from Mexico, like most of my, the family on my mother's side came here one by one and eventually my parents collected enough money to move to Jersey. But on my dad's side, they all stayed, except for a couple of them, they went to Minnesota. But for my mom's side, um, yeah, my parents, they did the whole crossing the water like literally like going through the desert crossing that river holy crap my mother was pregnant with my sister that's a trip so yeah they they, like hmm? what are you gonna say my dad told me exactly like just hearing how you how your dad had to come to the u.s like i just remembered you know just just every single story that my dad told me like you know of him coming to the state like he had to leave his, he had to leave my mom for like six months, just so he could save up money here to go back and bring her. 
double risk. That's a fucking. It's a like, huge that's risk. A, you're, you're risking the neck and everything in there. A lot. Like you're. Yeah, exactly. You're risking everything, and you and, and sometimes you, you you think it'll it'll be good, and then something detains you or something. It's like what the fuck, man. You know. Yeah. It's a hassle. Dude, I legit get And they came like when my dad came back for her. She was pregnant with me, so that's pretty much all I know about. You know, if I was born, like, you know, a, a month premature, I would have been, you know, an immigrant as well. Mm. You know, and and that honestly, those thoughts still like they don't really, you know go to my head that often but they still you know still kind of fresh in there for you yeah you know it's, it's like something that because it's, it's like a story but it's also something that it's the story of your family you know kind of came here so it kind of it's kind of part of you you know it's like an identity you know like you came from the other side and all that and you went in your family and everything went through that ordeal and all that it's you know, it's free. It's a freaking adventure, dude, and it's sometimes it's very dangerous. It's scary, but yeah, scary. um, going back, yeah, my parents mm-hmm. crossed the border. They chilled in San Diego for a bit, and then they, I think they flew to Jersey, where my aunt, my where my uncle lives, and yeah, and then from there they moved from house to house, basically moving up to where I am right now. Wow. And Ooh. honestly, I'm grateful mm-hmm. and blessed just not many can basically go on come up like that yeah like yeah. it's not easy at all no, no and dude. like also having them pay for my school which was something i was not expecting because mm-hmm. like yo like, yeah, yeah like go to school for like something like we want you we'll pay for it i'm like what damn like, i wasn't expecting that and also like also the pressure on me like going through high school like i like, have to like mm-hmm. do well so i can like kind of like pay them back in a way because i get that you feel like you have a debt to them because of that yeah but yeah even going through college like i was like failing at one point i was dropped out Mm -hmm. because and that was like that actually made me feel bad because they did all that for me right yeah so like i had to push through eventually obviously i graduated like it wasn't easy Nope. Having Congratulations once again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. El licenciado. It's been a year since I graduated <laughs> fucking college. Oh, wow. You, you got one Dude, cycle. Flex it, bro. Flex it. Flex it. It's been a year. Flex it. Being Hispanic and graduating college, bro, that's that's, that's a something a huge accomplishment. Yo, my parents were crying. Yeah. Oh, of course. No, yeah, dude, you succeeded. Like that's a dream that they wanted to see. Like my kid went to a privileged school. And he graduated mm-hmm. his own degree. Yeah. And also, like, the racism. I went to, I mean, it's a huge town. And, like, there's, like, different parts. If you drive through it, you can see the differences between, like, neighborhoods. Oh, it oh, sucks. Yeah. We're, like, divided into three different. Four. Like, well, it's you. Got, it's really, like, the it's really like the valley. And then there's, valley, like, Gregory area, Greg Gregory. And, and then, then there's the up the hill. With downhill. It's crazy how, like states just self-segregate yeah <laughs> dude it's, it's gentrification at its finest yes but yeah like I, oh my god i went to school and like this have like, you been to new york recently oh of oh course. yeah brooklyn is like brooklyn's manhattan mm, yeah. cleaner manhattan Man, <laughs> i brooklyn's never manhattan. thought i was ever gonna see the bronx be, you know yeah Slowly gentrified. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, gonna, that's scary. Scary. And, uh, You know, just seeing it, just 
I slowly see it, you know, how they sneak it in, you know. Yeah, they're like Upper Manhattan by St. Nicholas Ave. They're like sneaking it in there. In Cali, there's like like billboards of like stop gentrification. I was like, wow, I don't see that on the East Coast. Fucking plan that they got going on then. They're trying to kill off all minorities, bro. They're trying to get us extinct. I mean, in New York, definitely. In New York, definitely. Facts. Nobody. There's a there's 13 billionaires in New York. 13 billionaires living there right now. Let's roll, friends. <laughs> right? <laughs> so there's no way. And they're like speculating that from now in 15 years, New York won't be such a livable state unless you're making fucking bank. You got to be racks like six figures so at you, least. Like people are like finding different. Like I moved out of fucking New York because it was too much. I, I lived in New York up until 2013, 2014. And it became too much of the rent. They kept putting up the lease, putting up the lease. It, like we moved out for it being twenty three hundred for a two bedroom apartment. Holy crap! And I was in Queens, Jamaica, Queens, where Nicki Minaj is from. Okay, Damn. and it was very, very hood area. And we were like, "Fuck this! Let's go to fucking Jersey." So like, there's more people that keep doing that every year in New York because it's just not affordable. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of Hispanics have been moving to Jersey because. There's a lot My of like Hispanic neighborhoods yeah. and like oh, yeah. everywhere. Dude, look yeah. at Patterson. I'll tell you this. Patterson, Patterson the second Clifton. Yeah. The trifecta, dude. It's like it's like Yo, cross. that's so true. You Union know? City, West New York. The first time yeah. I came to Jersey cuz the like Patterson had oh a Peruvian God. parade. I was yeah. like Yo, you know the one that blew me away, Pasek. Yeah, Pasek has a Mexican parade. Dude, yes, no, the what? thing is the downtown itself. I'm like, yo, not to sound racist, but I was like, yo, I'm in Mexico. Like, it's the entire yeah. fucking borough. Yeah, right. They it's have like a the culture. They have this little. Yeah, they have yeah, a little, little sites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you got Patterson. It's like you got a whole Dominican side, Market Street, and everything. It's just all Dominicans. And it's, it's like, like you, you walk in there, you're like, you're like in the island. It's like, oh yes, it's a Sunday night. Like motherfuckers are playing dominoes, drinking <laughs> beer. You know, loud music. It's like low key, like the holiday. Ghettos. Uh, yes, they had everyone. I, I fucking segregated. love it though. I love it. You know, I love it. Yeah. I love that's it. That's how you know. You know, a neighborhood has sold. That's how you know it, the neighborhood has sold. Yes, that's so true. It's home. Yeah, yeah. Like going, going back yeah. to like the racism, like growing mm-hmm. up. Um, in my part of town where I went to school, not my part of town, in the part of town where I went to like elementary school, it was like mostly like white. There were Hispanics, but like not much, and there were also like blacks, but like. In that part of town, they're, like, kind of, like, in general, like, everyone was, like, privileged. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, they're, like, oh, like, oh, you're just some Mexican or whatever, like, oh, mow my lawn. Like, those, like, typical, like, oh. little kid jokes. But at the time, I, like, kind of took it to heart, you know? Yeah, of course. And also, like, growing up, but, like, yeah, I just, like, put it to, like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. But, like, now, like, working in landscaping and, like, going to, like, get material or, like, plants at these fucking wherever, whatever that shit's called. Like one this one time, I was getting plants at this place, and you know everyone that works there, they're all Hispanic. I get sometimes I get confused, like oh, like do you work here? Like they're like like genuinely like asking, like oh, do you work here? I'm like nah, I'm just getting some material for myself. But this one guy was like, oh hey, do you work here? I'm like nah, I'm like I'm getting stuff for myself. He's like oh, you look like you do, bro. Oh. At the oh, time, the yeah. At the time, yeah. I didn't feel like getting into it because I was already like heated with my boss about some shit. Because if I feel like if I did say something, it would have escalated to something else. But like looking back, I feel like sometimes I'm like I should have said something. Mm-hmm. I just like let it be. I'm like uh, I, 
I didn't want to waste my energy on that shit. But because if you think about it, a lot of people that already have such set views, especially if they're racist, it's, it'll be talking to a fucking brick wall. And at that point, you'd like either you're going to knock that guy's teeth out or you're going to leave it alone because talking will do nothing to that person unfortunately yeah. like it's it's just like you know when your mom says like you you know goes through one ear comes out the other yep. you know type of situation is so true they have their beliefs so set you know and then they, they'd rather like they they would claim that they're open-minded but if you're open-minded you wouldn't be racist so that doesn't add up you know pick pick it yeah <laughs> at pick, that point pick one and you're out of options so that that shouldn't even be an option though. That's the thing. That's inhumane for you to be racist at that point. Closet, Racism is inhumane. At that point. Yeah. Like people can agree to disagree on things, but you bring racism into a topic and it's like, nope, that's not up for discussion. Yeah. Like it's get like the fuck out of here. No, like you're obviously saying that you're racist. Yeah. No, but like it, that's what I'm saying. Like it, if you have that belief at that moment, like you're you're canceled. Mm. Like there's nothing else to discuss, you know. You know, my favorite types of racist it's like the ones that they they're racist but they don't know they're racist oh, <laughs> oh the blind ones the like, ignorant racists. Uh, they'd be like so um oh. like you're talking oh. about your experience and they're like yeah i bet it's hot over there right like that, it's crazy over there right and all that and i'm like okay okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay what, what the fuck was that about <laughs> right and then like they, I don't know, like, they will call you a name and be like, it's not offensive, it's not offensive. I, like, I don't want to step on any toes, like, <laughs> like <laughs> oh my God, like, <laughs> like, bro, just be about your shit. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna call me something, just like, just say do it. it and move on, like. That's so true. Can we also, since we're talking about, like, a lot of racism in the Hispanic community, if you're not black and you're Hispanic, if you just stop saying the N-word, like, I'm gonna just say this right now. I'm sorry. I don't care where you were raised. I used to say the N-word living in Queens like all the time until I got somebody checked me once I moved to New Jersey and I was working at TJ Maxx and I said it and my coworker put me into the office and she was like, just so you know, this is very offensive and I'd like for you to stop because you don't know what we've dealt with. 400 years of slavery for you to be, you're, you don't, you're not like allowed to say that word so cut it out. It's very, it's so, very weird how like normalized. Exactly. Oh, dude, that's the, that's the point I was trying to make earlier with like my family, my dad's side of the family being like that. Like, you don't. I didn't see that until I moved here, mm-hmm. and like I was actually taught like what racism was, and like what manipulation I guess was. Like I just didn't see it, and you don't see it as a kid. Like, I I I bet that my friends right now like my Cuban friends that are like my age and even older like they still don't get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because like even even black Cubans are like yeah black people like they're like this they're like that and it's like sir can you please can look you at the mirror <laughs> with this I would like to point out now that you've gotten to that point the Caribbean area oh. is also ancient Taino. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you on the. You- I got you right here. I was going to jump Dominicans, in. Yes. Puerto Ricans, Cubans. Correct me if I'm wrong. Costa Rican too, dude. They're Y'all in Y'all have black this. Yeah. Ancestors. Yeah. Ancestors. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, because like. Yeah. Stop denying it, bro. Wait, like, Spaniards oh, no, I'm Dominican. I know. I'm Hispanic. Like, no. I know black. You're also Poppy. black, bro. Definitely. But, yeah, no, like. Uh, so like. Uh, Uncle Colon. He brought. <laughs> Tio Colon. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he brought the slaves from Africa, which is why Dominican, like, you can either see a white blonde Dominican girl with blue eyes 
or a really dark man with like nappy hair and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, that's why you or get like that diversity. When the Nazis went to Argentina, you see like a bunch of like you see blonde a, hair, blue eyes. It's, it's so funny. Argentina is so funny, bro. Because you you see a guy named like I don't know like Eduardo, but then his last name is Fettuccini or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Eduardo Spaghetti. <laughs> Y'all stupid, but I, I understand what you're saying for sure. Yeah. It's 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 really like like me coming here, for example, having a white dad, having a black mom, being from Cuba. It's like, what am I? Mm-hmm. It, it's very confusing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's it's a lot of questions that you have to ask yourself. A lot of analyzing, like, self analyzing, yeah. in order to like not hurt others, but also like not hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't want to you don't want to like live like under someone's shadow, compare yourself. Yeah, or anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. No, I feel you, dude. Cause like my brothers are like, oh, you go oh, big? he hit the bomb high as hell. <laughs> yo, yo, pass me my rig, bro. I'm gonna yo, take pa- a dab. Pass it over, bro. Yo, pass it over. I'm gonna take a dab. <laughs> pass the booth. But now back to you, Fabio. I know what you're saying, dude. Cause like my brothers, for example, they're kind of like male. Mm-hmm. You know, because on my dad's side, they're kind of like lighter. Yeah. And I got cousins who have like blonde hair and everything. It's like mm-hmm. that Spaniard or whatever. And then you got people like me. They're like curly hair, kind of mm-hmm. brown skin. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, like racism to me was taught. Mm-hmm. And I was and I realized that like, like recently, too, because like we got Haitians. That's a problem down there. You know, Haitians are kind of immigrants. And so when I was little we used to bully Haitians like I used to call them names because oh, yeah. it was the normalized Dominicans and Haitians that like dude, never ending heavy. fucking bro, class, dude, look bro. I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you a story not to cancel myself here clash, but th- this clash. is something that I did and just as an example how bad it is I when I was like 11 11 12 years old with my friends we had Haitians living up the hill and they were living like these houses that were they built themselves out of block and cinder block and everything and Back then, they used to say, like, oh, don't go in there. They got AIDS. Or, like, oh, don't go in there. They're, like, rapists. Or, like, they like kids. They touch kids or whatever. And there was a little kid named Nathaniel. Yeah, like, they will actually pin shit to them. Like, if something got missing, oh, it was the Haitian up the hill. Or it was just dirty kids from there and all that. Bro, Haitians are literally, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, they're literally enslaved in DR. Dude, yeah. No, the thing is, their government itself is all corrupt. But it's, like, in DR, they're treated lesser than... And it, it, their Haitians are born in the soil and they're citizens and they're not even considered Dominicans. I know, I know, yeah. You know, it's it's like, and they even got children like that, you know, but it's like, I started bullying them, calling them names and racist and stuff like that. And then when I came here, I realized, and I'm like, why the fuck did I even do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where did that came from? Mob like, mentality. Mob mentality. All my friends did it. My mm-hmm. parents used to say, don't hang out with the Haitians. Mm-hmm. They're all stealing. You know what I mean? And when yeah. they came here, they switched up because I'm like, holy crap, you know, it's like, actually, I'm black. I'm black. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, you, you can't deny it. And there are people down there that do deny it. You could tell a Dominican, bro, you're black. And they'll say, no, bro, I'm Dominican. Look at my skin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, this this is just the sun. Or, 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 or like my country says, Turo Moreno Fino. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not black. You're just like a wealthier or looking ver- better version or whatever. But we're not. It's like I personally hate going back to visit my homeland and then all my family just being like, gringa, gringa, oh, I yeah. love gringa, my God, I, I love get gringa. the same shit. And, uh, and it's also yeah. just ob- not obviously because of my skin color because I am the whitest person in the family as well as my sister. Um, but also because a lot of my family members expect things like when I go over there. They expect for me to bring them money. They expect for me to bring them clothes with name brands. And Mm -hmm. if it's not, it's not good enough. Okay. And that also is just very toxic and it makes me almost not want to visit family. Mm -hmm. 
because now not only did they not only did they, did they instill that american dream mentality on me which yeah. is false mm -hmm. but they had they still have it for themselves and now they're expecting me to carry that back you know no r.i.p jesus Jeez. oh my oh, god you oh. cuffed the lung dude Rona. Oh, his lung is just heading man <laughs> my lung is <laughs> no I'm be honest with you guys, my lung is still crazy right now. <laughs> Take a breather. No, but you know, no. But, but, but you gotta champ it out, man. You gotta yeah. champ it out. Champ can't, it out, homie. Can't bitch out. That's what I was telling him <laughs> last time. Out. Like, whenever you feel like you got a cough, you literally have to align with your inner self, and you have to concentrate on your breathing. Yeah. Dead ass. Gotta hold it. That's all it is. Yeah. But, I was gonna speak, but give me, give me a second. I got you. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'll feed up now, Mel. I got you, cause like when I go, every time I go back or like talk to my friends, they're like, "Oh, so like when are you coming back? You know, when are we hanging out? You know, cause they like that when you go over there to, you know, they look like oh, this person is wealthy, that he travels, he got nice clothing, you know. Let's just like hang out with him for popularity. Mm -hmm. They all just it's just fake stuff for show. Yeah. Which is yeah. another thing too that brings me. I don't know if this is a cultural thing only, but in the arts, like image is everything. You know, like you gotta show up sharp. Oh, you gotta have the best. My sneakers. mom is like. Listen, yeah. I think me and you can relate. Like, we don't really show off that much when we go. It's kind of just, like, our regular clothes and shit. My mom be going out, get her hair done, get yep. her lashes did, get a mani-pedi, get hella shit done yep. for herself to the point where she's spending more on herself than she did for the ticket to go back to the homeland. Mm, and it's exactly. just like, okay, like, now I understand that you want to, like, present your glow up, but all of that is just false. It's literally mm -hmm. social media in your physical body, you it's know? Also very, it's also very misleading. It is. Mis that's very. exactly what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Because they come here and they... Be like, and they expect to have to like right away and it's like no you have to work for that yeah, yeah. no and, and not only that but like when your mom is here when my mom is here she's not getting her shit done all the fucking time exactly you know mm -hmm. so now you're misleading someone into thinking that you look like this every minute of every day because you work so hard yep. when you're here you're actually working nine to five shifts or even working seven days a week where you don't even have time to be able to take care after yourself exactly. so you're literally mm -hmm. just putting a whole and that's where the whole american dream comes from too that you're they see it. exactly you're making you're you're like seeing all these family members come back and mm -hmm. you, they're you're portraying yourself to be a different way to the point that you're giving them that like false idea that oh wow look at how they're coming that life must be nice over there yeah when in reality it's just not like yeah, that that's me, how the dream <clears throat> keeps going you know every time i go visit okay. family i'm like that goes back to what i was saying earlier yeah pride like old school hispanics have too much pride yes you know? mm -hmm. like like you said like do stuff that they would normally never do just to you know for the ground rubbing the salt you know like hey i live over hey. there so i must mm -hmm. live a better life than you yeah that that's toxic, man. Yeah, you know, or like you gotta prove to them that like, oh yeah, I moved out from that, you know, country, and I'm doing better for myself, better than all of y'all over there or whatever. Right. And you know, and when and when they all of them come here and they face a reality, they're like, damn, you know, this person actually broke their back to actually, you know, right. portray themselves good for that day. I mean, I kind of get it. Don't get me. I, mean, I mm -hmm. don't agree with it, but I kind of get it because it's like very like. Mm -hmm. Um, nice. I'm sorry. Because it's very like. <laughs> They, I guess it's kind of like, oh, shit, like, I want my family to see me doing good, you know? But it's also kind of necessary because it's like, why do you have to flex on your own family, you know? Unless it's, they know that you, like, came up to that point. Yeah. You I, know? I'll, have, I'll tell you, I have cousins that they came with, like, you know, they came from nothing, like, with their parents and everything. And some of them actually have good jobs. And they're actually, they're that one cousin that, like, successful as hell. They're like, oh, yeah, I want to be like Joel. Joel is like, he got the shit going. And that's fine. I respect that. If he, if Joel wants to flex, he can. 
because I know where Joe came from. But you're not going to tell me, like we're saying, like you come in with like, say, the Yeezys and like, you know, with fucking Gucci and all that. And then, <clears throat> but then you broke as fuck. You got like $5 in your bank account. You work at Wendy's you for nine seventy-five. dollars Bags, hour. like how you pull up with exactly. a Louis Vuitton bag, but only got $1 in there. Right? Like, four, four, four. For, just for, for the four, four, four. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just to flex it on Facebook for that one night. Yeah. And that's it. You know where, where that happens a lot, bro? In Miami with the Cubans. Really? They I can move, imagine. They move here. Well, to Miami and like yeah. they they rent like a like a piece of an apartment but then buy a Camaro or uh, or like yeah or like a nice ass car just just mm -hmm. for the Facebook fa f Facebook for you know how they say Facebook 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 my parents are the way they are like genuine like mm -hmm. because i'm just hearing this is, uh, and honestly this feels kind of new to me just hearing you know how family would actually like, that's why we have these conversations yep it's important mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like like jesus has actually talked to my dad before and he can tell you he's my dad he does not care he's a genuine person he even though he's mexican you know you don't think that mexican have hoods no they have hoods over there too And he grew up around it. He he knows mm -hmm. the struggle you have to go through. He knows it. And then he's coming here. And honestly, I'm I'm glad that we have our own business. You know, we don't have to work for nobody else. Yo, we the best mac and cheese in the Bronx, bro. That ass. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesus. But this is gonna be a, a selfish plug. Landon mac and cheese. Holla at us. Hell best yeah. mac and cheese in the south in the Bronx. Holla, yeah, boy. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I had to do that real quick. Oh, yo, go thing, ahead, bro. yo. Bro, go ahead, that, bro. that mac and cheese is fucking fire, You gotta start bro. doing deliveries to Jersey, bro. <laughs> Dude, right. honestly, well, like, I took, uh, another I'm not gonna say here. here, but we've had conversations. You should span to Jersey, I'm, I'm not gonna say here, but we've had, had conversations recently. And mm. honestly, dude, and truthfully, dude, like, I'm glad we had, we, I, I'm glad the person I work for is, is my dad because I know how he is. I know what kind of person he is. And you know, That's I'm fine with it because he's real. No, and you That's know, sweet. you know what's funny? It's very, it's very rare. At least for me, you know, it's like, how the hell a Hispanic person has a a business in this country? You know, it's very tough with all the disadvantages and stuff that we get thrown at. Dude, mm -hmm. you know, it's like very Dude. fucking proud to see Hispanics have their own thing. Like, all Latinos and everything just coming in with their own business and right, support their each own other. Income. It's like, like for yeah. my dad, like, he worked for other, like, landscapers, like, when he first came here because that was the only job he could get. Like, mm -hmm. at first, he wanted to be a mechanic, but, mm -hmm. like, that's yeah. a whole, like, that's a, thing. Yeah. yeah. So, like, landscaping oh. was, like, easier because it's, like, you get paid really well under the table. Mm -hmm. You save all that up, and then eventually, if you want... Like my dad, or like similar to him, like you can like work your way up to like owning your own business, yep. to like investing and saving money, and then getting a bigger house and moving on to another house if you'd like to. And life like, is a game of monopoly. Yes, it all, it all. I think it all yeah. depends on how bad you want it, bro. Because, dude, I mean, dude, my, dude it's, it's it's scary at times how ambitious my dad could be. It's, it's scary. <laughs> like, it's like the reason why, like. No, like the reason why you know I have you know that that need to grind is because of him. Like, it, dude, it's legit terrifying. Just because he spent every penny he had just for that one business, and he knew, 
just a chance that we can actually fail. We know. I know this. It's a big risk. There's a, it's a big risk. And honestly, we actually struggled for a while, you know? And of it's course. normal for a business to mm-hmm. struggle from time to time. Definitely. And, you know, it was scary. But just seeing how bad, you know, he wanted it, how bad, it, you know, he It's motivating. It. Especially, especially like, yeah. for his field, too, because that's a big, risky business. Dude, yeah. Dude, he was like, nah, I, I did not spend every penny I had. What does your, sorry, pay, I feel like know, everyone else knows the business, but what is the business? It's, um, we're a restaurant. We sell the best mac and cheese. All right, so we out to the Bronx. Dad Why are we here ass, right now? <laughs> Yo, let's make a trip. It's, I'm down to make a trip to the Bronx. Facts. Put our masks on. Dude, fucking yes, go. Sir. Dude, honest. Dude, yeah, totally. I have dreams about this mac and cheese, bro. That you you got people so putting good. bacon and chicken on it? Or? Oh, hell they yeah. Dead ass? Oh. He customized too, yo. Customized that shit. Are it's you so dead fire. ass? So fire. That sounds For better real, than a chopped cheese with some Tim's on the side. Oh, my God. We also make tacos. <gasps> yo tacos with mac and cheese <laughs> i'm i'm just saying that's you got some going on right there one dollar tacos though in pasic shout out yep shout out Hell mexico yeah. deli, mexico deli market bro. street <laughs> oh but yeah definitely like there's a lot of things that you know that i've learned from him but yeah like oh god man it's it, it's I'm gratifying. It's very gratifying. Because, no, it's... Oh, ah, Damn. Oh, he fell. He, he did it. That was him. Probably his phone died. He high as hell. That was him. That was him this time. Honestly. I low-key got a go soon. Just Man. saying. Just, just real quick, bro. I miss that mac and cheese so much. Bro, that shit fucking... I know. I'm so sad I wasn't there for that. I only had it once. <laughs> In the middle of the kitchen? <laughs> I, I, thought he was fun, I thought you were from that. I was like, oh, there he goes, big. Um, no, like, um, just, all right, um, what I was saying is, like, that man is legit. Like, like I, because, you know, I have, I still have somewhat of a pride, you know, and I never told him, but that man is legit my hero. The rap man mm-hmm. has some things that I, le- I thought it were impossible. That man. That's a great example for you to follow. It's a good example, you know, and like the thing is too, it's like you learn also from his perseverance, like him not giving up because, you know, a lot, it's tough mentally too, you know, like when you're dealing with like your family and then you got to like, damn, my freaking business, I got to make it, you know, you got to make it. Dude, I, I watched him grind waking up at fucking four in the morning to go to work and honestly he used to work at another place which I'm not gonna talk about mm-hmm. but like he grinded his ass off you know and if for Hispanic you know males you know she just who knows about being in the kitchen and just being known hey you are currently you know not only the manager but you're also the sous chef of it mm-hmm. ooh big charge for, for him you know it was great for him, it was something amazing, something that nobody could ever take away from. Mm-hmm. Seeing him, you know, getting to, you know, bad situations with them, leaving it, and then starting his own business. Mm-hmm. You know, I I felt the struggle too. Like, I think through so much shit, and honestly, I want to thank that man. 
But you know, he does it for you guys too, because it's like also parents, they they only they're not doing it for themselves, but it's like you know, my kids. You know, what example am I setting for my kids? Mm -hmm. You know, is this gonna be me? You know, am I gonna show them like how you know a man brings up his family? You know, how 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 much hard work goes into it, how much determination. I maturity. feel like for Bro, like Hispanics, like in general, it, it's crazy because um, mm -hmm. he's also well, he used to be a foster parent as well. Like this man has done a lot of things. Like, I have a younger sister and a younger brother who were actually adopted. And, you know, it, it's crazy because they're both black. They're there. And then, you know, mm -hmm. I have to see them, you know, because I actually saw a white woman be racist to a nine-year-old, my mm -hmm. sister, back when she was nine years old. What the hell? Yeah, dude. Hey, yeah. Yo, what she, how? How? What? what? She actually got called the the um the N word like like strong R at the age of nine. Ooh, wow. damn, that's a slap on the face. Damn. Holy shit! What? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can. I can yeah, hear you. Put yeah, the mic closer to you, bro. I feel like I feel like you know you remember fucking how's this guy? Hmm. Cool. It, it it was crazy, but then seeing like like my mother and my father just go into this like parental state of like conception it was that's another thing that people actually you know don't really see of like Hispanic parents even though they could be as hard as they could be mm -hmm. they still very much would do anything for their children oh yeah they'll fight dude I feel like in general for like as I was saying for like for Hispanics in general like they take more pride in their parents but it's not really said much but it shows in their character mm -hmm. yeah yeah but, you know, we're shaped because it's like also our parents shaped us in a way, too. You know, we see their actions. We see, you know, the their struggles. struggle, too. And we so reflect our parents as well. We reflect a lot. Yeah, because then when you're going through that struggle, whether it's school, work, college, you're facing discrimination, oppression, all of that, you've, you're not, you understand. You're like, wow. Mm -hmm. You know, and God knows how much harder it hit them more than what is hitting you. Mm -hmm. right. You're just waking up to that fact, but they already lived their life. You know, you mean you're just 40 and then you now you got to bring your kid up here. It's... It's like you gotta fight. Not now. even, dude. Like most yeah. of them were like in their even like our too. age. Imagine that being twenty one and having to cross the fucking desert. Oh, mm -hmm. yes, you know, and that builds you dude. up. Or like being five years old, even as kids. Yeah, like you experience all the trauma. I feel as a kid, river. it's a lot harder. I feel like as a kid, it's, it's a lot tougher. harder to cross the border. That's a oh, yeah. reality you're because not you, ready to You don't to understand face. anything. That's, that's going on. That's just a fucking. Especially like, nowadays when I, they're being put in cages. <clears throat> Yes, separation dude, of families. It's... Dude, abolish ICE, man. Abolish ICE, bro. There's no Fuck need. That, no fucking yo. justice for these guys. It's not That's easy getting a whole citizenship. Where are the missing children? Where are they? Epstein's people. Island. We're not, we're not going to talk about that. Right. It's not we're only not, children sorry, that went missing. That's the that problem. That hella sus to me, man. There's way more sex trafficking rings than Jeffrey. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure, but it's all still tied but into, you know, like, like uh, higher up. You got you got kids at the border when you you're doing the whole walking everything. It's so like the cartels and all that. You're you're exposed to anything, you know. Like I, I heard or read stories where like mothers or kids had to go through like that whole sex ring or being pressured to that just to get around like the border, like cross over. Mm -hmm. I will tell you, yo, Fabio told me some shit the other night, and 
yeah, just go ahead because right. I was like in shock. So I don't know. I I think Victor Victor number two might know because he's a big sports fan. But like, do you know Joel Romero, the boxer? Oh, dude. So he was on dude. the on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he was talking. He was telling a story about he was in how he was in Walmart, putting just like the stuff in his trunk and all that. And he looked to his left and he saw a couple arguing. And it got to the point where, like, the girl just got off the car and walked away. And then he, Joel, knocked on the guy's window and he was like, hey, like, can I come in? The guy was like, yeah, yeah, come in. He's, he got in the car. They started talking about everything. And he told him, like, like what's up? And the guy was like, dude, I cannot look at my wife in her into her eyes. And he was like, why? And he was like, because we, because when we were coming here, the the coyotes asked asked us to like have sex with her and they there was like no other offer it was either like either we fuck her or you guys are not passing and i might be like wrong in the number but i think it was some it was like seven guys or something like that a whole train and they all they all fucked her and like he was like, yeah, yeah, baby, like it's okay, it's something we gotta do. But then when we actually, then when they actually got here, he couldn't even look into her eyes, Bro. and that's why they were arguing. God that damn it, that sucks. But that, that's, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back to the privilege. That's something that none of us here had to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely got, we not. Got lucky we got lucky. We we are really we're fucking lucky. Freaking lucky mm-hmm. that we're not like you know. And and the thing is too, it's like. Oh, especially for women crossing oh, the borders, dude, it's tougher. Yeah, it's women, we, especially with kids too. You know, so even guys are used as mules at this point. You know, for most of them, but yeah. women with kids are more vulnerable to all of that too. Mm-hmm. You know, especially guys that are like from the other side. Say, yeah, no, I'll house your kids, or like I'll house you. You just yeah. play a small fee. You know, it's, it's fucking predatory. No, like for women, they have to like keep an eye for like they can like get led into like a sex traffic or like. Yep organ there's way like, more wait, possibilities so much they gotta, like, gotta like think of mm-hmm. just to like be safe in another country but even that's still terrifying it's just get, you they always have to like keep watch for themselves even i mean with kids too like anything can happen it's just very scary it's way more challenging for a woman to cross mm-hmm. the border yes it is anything it's just like you know who does she have on the other side some of them come alone you know? Oh yeah. So then I had a friend whose mother from Peru actually had to go even through Guatemala and all that. You know, she made like the whole trip up, and she's stationed in um, Palm Beach, California. Like she's there right now. She came here and she had cancer, and she was with her kid Rodrigo, and he was three. Jesus. And that's my friend now. You know, me and him, we went to college and all that. And he was telling me how, you know, his mom while going through cancer and everything, she had he had to go to the streets. Cleaning boots and like going to like you know colmados and all that and try to do like odd jobs just to like at least get some money and to keep going with her and all that stuff. You know, like you you don't you know it's fucking tough out there. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It isn't, but, you know. But that's why we gotta oh. go in. You know, we gotta go in hard. You know, you know what I always wonder like, is there ever gonna be a change? Well, that's up to us, honestly. You Man, know, like, you, you want to be honest. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> Do you want to be honest? Yeah. Hello. It may not even happen in our timeline. In our oh, time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for years in general, too. I mean, since the dude, 90s, if anything. Dude, racism has been going on since the beginning of time. Oh, totally. 
let's be honest. Yeah. It's not even it's, about... It's, it's nothing new. Racism is nothing new. It's just, it's more for like, they just want you to have like, just a white mentality. Yeah, it's because they are united. They know what they want. We are all just separated right now. Over they want culture. them. They, they just want us like a superior separated. race. Yeah. Because you don't, you, you no, know, not, not only now. All right. I've been as a history nerd as I am. Every other, there's been certain points in history where they acted just the way we're acting now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's their nature. I mean, and so it's 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 been happening since the BC. Let's be honest. We go whole. We can go into a whole conversation, but that would take. But that would go to a whole different left. So I'm not. <laughs> but racism is nothing new. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know. Thousands of years. This. This is gonna take more than fifty years. Let's be honest. It's gonna take. Probably a hundred. It's when like all the races are so combined, you don't even know who's what at this point. Where everybody's exactly, just like, man. we're just gray matter, and that's it. It's just everyone thinks exactly. they're better than anyone it's, else. It shouldn't be that yeah, way. Now, at that point, it's, it's like our blood yeah. runs the same within our we bodies. Can't. Though. The thing is, we are the first domino. We started the revolution, not necessarily us. But this timeline, it started the revolution to actually change. Yes. You know, but it takes, it just takes that one little ball to start rolling and then everything else just exactly. starts picking up, you know, but it's like, exactly. nobody knows it's how It's going to be a long process. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a long process, but hopefully one day. Little by little. Exactly. It's, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be safe. All right, Mills. Peace out, Mills. You get home safe. I'm going to go to McDonald's. Yeah, let me know when you get home. I will. She going to get the nuggies. (laughs) I am so high. (laughs) We know. You'll be fine, broski. I'm pretty sure we're all getting high right now, too. Let's be honest. I have my my pen here. And I'm oh, you busted! Damn. Nah, I I got a J right now, but Jesus got the dabs going, so we all gonna get fried yeah, the bro. fuck up. You know, gotta Man. gotta take the edge off, you know. The moment Jesus told me about this, I knew what mindset I had to be in. Yeah, I could not have come <laughs> in the wrong mindset. I had to be here in the right mindset. Yo, it's a ritual, bro. Let's get you started. Well, you, guys, you know, this we is this is how he's high, cause like we we're, we're like you know. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I, I, when Jesus told me about this, he knew he had to be in the right mindset. I'm like, you're not wrong, cause it's like I'm off a J, Jesus off dabs. You know, we're gonna get fried later. You know, <laughs> this is something that Victor said that actually stuck with me. Like him having to be in the right mindset. Mm. This is this that doesn't only work with now, but like we're gonna have kids one day, and we're gonna have to, to like teach them be teach on them. a fresh mind in order for oh, them yeah. to like be able to understand everything because like. I'm. I mean, well, I'm a little bit younger than you guys, but I'm talking about like ten, twenty years from now. And mm-hmm. you know, and things are gonna keep changing in in that f- time, and then they're gonna grow up, and yeah, then every generation have questions. is different. But the yeah, like the teachings of like racism would stick, but it's our yeah job to like change that. Yeah, break the cycle. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is why I'm also glad who my dad is. Like I'm, I'm thankful because he taught me what a man's supposed to do. 
you know. He gave you and I've also and learned from his mistake. I think he, he was not the perfect parent. Mm-hmm. He was a he was a tough parent. That's that's what made me, you know. Mm-hmm. He he wasn't always, you know. I saw him kind as he was. Mm-hmm. Salute to that man. Like I said, that man is my hero. That man is my role model. I never told him that. Never gonna tell him that though. <laughs> you know, you know something. My cousin told me once. He was like, you know, you got your generation of parents coming up here, you know, from nothing and building themselves up like self-made, right? Now it's up to us now to take that torch and just like bear it and make it bigger. You know, just try to go as far as they went, or if anything, take it further. You know, as like a legacy bro, or like a little take back. You know, bro. Exactly. Exactly. You gotta exactly. Keep it going. Mm-hmm. The parents get here, they learn through suffering, they learn through through the grind. Mm-hmm. They understand teaching that. Yep. And we continue the ball rolling. Yeah. Teaching exactly that. Yeah, just like your dad taught you all the stuff that you know, you're gonna come up with your kids one day and say, Yo, this is how things were. This is how you gotta do it. This is how life is. You know, this is how you, how much how much hard work you gotta have. If you really want it, this is how much work you got to put in. You know, this is how much passion. And then you teach him life other way, as the way as you go, too. You know, it's like, it's like a little guy that they lay for you. Or like a little, like, hear me, you know, continue up my own legacy and make it your own thing with your kids. Dude. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, obviously, like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, me, knowing me, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think I... When I get kids, when I have kids, I don't think I can fix them. You don't think so? How so? Dude. Bro, I've gotten beaten, bro. And I, I mean, I've gotten beaten. I've had to, I had, bro, there's one instant. It's, 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 it's one of the funniest stories to me. Um, I forgot what I did specifically, mm-hmm. but I did something bad that day. And my mom got mad. She came and she just swam me with her broom. It breaks. It breaks? Uh, I'm a little kid. Uh-huh. She broke a broom on me. Whoa. Not, Holy not shit. Not two minutes later, she comes and breaks a second broom on me. Oh, oh my God. Yo, you come. Yeah, the- Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? Why? Do you want to know why? Why? What would because the do? first... The first broom that she broke was her favorite broom. Oh, I remember you telling me this story. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. I remember the story. I'm like, hey, it sounds Yo, so familiar. That is funny as shit. And he's like, oh, you broke my favorite broom. All right, uh, come break back. Break the second one. <laughs> oh, no. And, and, and you know, no, this is the icing in the cake. Mm-hmm. Like, the first time, um, you know, when me and Diana started dating, I brought her in. I told her she did not believe the story at all. You know, it's one of those things you do not believe, you know? Of course. Why would your mom break a broom and break a second broom? I told her the story. And you know, like a lot of parents, they'll be like, oh, I, I never hit you. I never, I never laid a hand on you. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. My mom just goes like, yep, and I would do it again. <laughs> yeah, like discipline like, is like, it's shown way, I mean... For those kind of like, and cultures, I know how that's like different way. Dude, and I know how it felt. I know how it felt. Like I, I'm not saying I would never hit them because I, I I'm still possibly maybe I'm maybe I can't even hit them. Let's be honest. 
I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to myself. No, I'm not going to be able to hit my kids. But I do know how to punish them different ways, you know, just mm-hmm. to like, you know, hey, you have to learn that this is wrong. And I know from my own mistakes, you know? Yeah. I've done a lot of dumb shit in my life. Live and grow. And I want to prevent them, you know, from doing those things. I mean, they're they're going to commit mistakes. Yeah, they're going to learn by their, gonna learn by by their, their own. Mistakes, yeah. They're yeah. Gonna, yeah, go through harshness like But if like there's a way, but if there's a way that I can warn them, because I cannot be on top of them 20%. Yeah. And obviously, I'm not going to tell them this when they're eight. No, as they're growing up, as you know, as the dumb shit that I've done, like give I will them, let like, them know, like, hey, watch out, you know, not tell them what to do, just let them know. Out. Yeah, let them know, like, give them like little, Things, little hints here and there as they grow up. Yeah, like, and then they will soon realize, like, oh, yeah, he, like, I, he told me this because of that. Exactly. I, I like, realized that too as going, I'm like, oh, they said this. Because of that thing, like Dude, these are thoughts I've had since I was like eighteen. Like if I, like I told myself, if I ever get a kid, you know, you gotta know what to tell them. I mean, just and, like, for saying that, bro, you basically like that's you growing up. Yeah, like you like looking back and thinking like, oh shit, like realizing what your parents taught you. You're just like, yeah, like you realize exactly. You know, exactly. some, some, like, sometimes you, you ever like wonder like, why did my parents did that? Or like, why, what, you know, I don't, I don't get why are they so mad at me? Or like, you know, you don't, you don't get why they did <laughs> the things that they did. And then when you get a kid, you're like, wow, damn. Now I get it. I know but why my dad was mad, you know. Or, to play the devil's yeah. advocate on this situation, mm-hmm. you will say like, oh, they were wrong in the situation because you like look back on it like, all right, yeah. that was wrong. And you want to bring that up and tell them like why that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, now we see why they can learn from us too. Yeah, like our like if we ever have kids of ourselves, we can learn from them also. Well, they reflect you. You know, they're that like sponges. Too. You know, they, they whatever you do, they'll they'll do it. So if your dad curses a lot, you're gonna end up cursing a lot just by nature. You know, until someone calls you out on it. Yeah, yeah. This is why you gotta learn from your mistakes, man. This way, gotta you know. Obviously, your kids will never be perfect. Yes, nobody's perfect. Yeah, and nobody's perfect. You don't even. We're, we're human. You make mistakes. Yeah, you don't even know how the world is gonna be later on. You know, it's yeah, different. Man. It's different. Different now, different later. Uh, yeah, yo, on that. But if you can help them, but if you can help them get better, you know, learn from your mistakes. Like, like Victor, mm-hmm. one was saying, you know. Yeah, no. Do no. what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. On that note, you can never control them. You cannot control them. No, no. you can't. You can't control. It. You gotta be free, but you also gotta guide them to get whatever they yeah, want. Because, not total freeness, though, because they can lose no, their fucking mind. Because, no, no, you guide them yeah, to where they want to go. you could give them. Mm-hmm. You give them. You know, I feel like if you give them their information, you give them those things that we we're talking about earlier. That's as much as I feel like you could do. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Unless it's something you know, unless like something you know, now getting serious. Mm-hmm. But as a parent, you're always gonna know what's going on with the child. Yeah, no, you. you I, always I feel have like a that's something. Like you, yeah, exactly. That's something you need to feel from the beginning. Like, hey, something is not right with my child. You gotta figure out what that is before you, you get it. But yeah, yo, on that note, this has been another episode of the Loose Tom Podcast. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening. And we really fucking appreciate it. 
Jesus, myself. Victor out here, number one. Fabio lugging out. Victor, <laughs> number two. And I'll say this. I mean, she said bye earlier, but yes, Mel, for thanks for her for coming through. I am very high. <laughs> I would like to go to bed. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all for having this talk because, you know, people don't really talk. I mean, they do talk about it, but like, it needs to be like more heard. It needs to be more open and public, not shy away. But yeah, but yeah. Once again, thank you. We really appreciate it. Good night. Immigrants, we don't like that. Nah, they don't play. British Empire strikes back. They're beating us like 808s and hi hats. Our own game of invasion. They say Iraq. Who these Fuji's? What do they do for me but contribute? New dreams, taxes, and tool swagger and food to eat. Who they flee war zones, but the problem ain't ours. Even if our bombs landed on them like the Mayflower. Buckingham Palace, a Capitol Hill. Blood of my ancestors had that all built With the ink you print on your dollar bill Oil you spill, thin red line on the flag You hoist when you kill, but still we just say Look how far I come Hindustan, Pakistan to London To a galaxy far from their ignorance Cause immigrants, we get the job done Por tierra o por agua, identidad falsa Brincamos muros o flotamos en balsa La peleamos como Sandino en Nicaragua Somos como las plantas que crecen sin agua Sin pasaporte americano Porque la mitad de Gringolandia es terreno mexicano Hay que ser bien hijo de puta Nosotros les sembramos el árbol Y ellos se comen la fruta Somos los que cruzaron Aquí vinimos a buscar el oro que nos robaron Tenemos más trucos que la policía secreta Metimos la casa completa en una maleta Con un pico, una pala y un rastrillo Te construimos un castillo Como es que dice el coro, cabrón Immigrants, we get the job done Look how far I come.